Welcome to a Thoughts from Player One original, Key to Your Heart, the only real Kingdom Hearts podcast. May your heart be your guiding key. With me today, I have Alex. Hello. That's Alex. That's me. (laughs) I'm Alex. You've heard my voice before. I'm not terribly worried about it. (laughs) And with me, with us, a special guest, Jordan. Yes. Say hello. Thanks for the title introduction. Jordan is our junior Kingdom Hearts expert. Yes. Only if you don't fact-check anything I said. And we won't, and our listeners won't, so you can say literally whatever you want, and you're good to go. Perfect. So tell us about Sora's character, then. Um, Sora is a 10-year-old boy. Actually, I think he's, like, 12. I think he's 6. I thought he was... 40. You thought it was 40? Did we play the same game? I um I think we probably played the same game. Alright, yeah. You you track. just chose you just chose a different difficulty. Sora has back mm. problems if you play on hard. <laughs> <laughs> he like he like leans over every five seconds, he's winded. I think that is fair. It's important to note we are playing on proud mode. I want that up front. I want that to be the first thing that everybody knows about this podcast. We're real, true gamers to our core. We love gamers. We love the word gamers. So we played on proud mode because that's just the type of podcast this is. There is one di- more difficult mode. Critical. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, did you not Did you not start the game over again? Because otherwise you wouldn't I, have seen that mode. I started the game over again and I had proud mode and it was like, you're doing great. And then I said, yeah, thanks, game. And I clicked proud mode. Huh. Weird that you didn't see the critical mode. Uh, I guess I'm not Mm. a true gamer. My bad. Did you really actually restart the game? I'm putting you on blast. My notes are far too granular for me to have not restarted the game. I swear to God. All right. All right. I think Alex is watching a Let's Play. I look. I we wish. got a let's play <laughs> over here. Playing the game last night, player? I was like, "Yo, I wish I was watching a let's play right now." But <laughs> I didn't. I played the whole game. Of course, well, no, that's not true. I played an hour and a half of the game. Okay, and of course, our uh, our junior expert of Kingdom Hearts, Jordan, has played through um, Kingdom Hearts three in its entirety. So you know, no spoilerinos for these two guys. All right, keep it keep it clean, keep it clean. But anything previous is fair game. Because I'm not going to play that shit. You played every previous game, right? Through and through, twice? Um, through and through, three times. Thank you very Ooh, much. Wow, okay, impressive. Really doing your homework before the podcast. Now I know I you personally. That. Is this true? <laughs> no, that's not true at all. I okay, well, you played, can keep lying. Like... It's fine. That's what we do here. <laughs> I love the lie. And let me tell you something. Lying to gamers, nothing better. <laughs> Love it. Damn, how did he find our season three tagline that quickly? <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is a new series we're trying out, you know, just seeing how it feels playing in the Kingdom Hearts waters. Um, last episode, we kind of, so it was an April Fool's joke, as we talked about previously a little bit, uh, where we uh, kind of elevated the uh, the Kingdom Hearts lore into Jim Carrey and uh, Chicken Little, and it got way out of hand and not funny at all. So maybe listen to the first 10 minutes of it and then close agree it out. Agree to disagree then, huh? Maybe we agree to disagree on that. I thought it was hilarious all the way through. Okay, Alex, <laughs> goodbye. Okay, two-man show. <laughs> two-man show, all right. Um, so we're going to take... We're going to play... We're playing each kind of world or section here, and then we're just going to talk about it uh, world by world, and that's kind of the plan. Very much like our Sonic podcast, except we hope this one's got a little bit more meat on its bones. So mm-hmm. we will we'll see. Um, so before we get going here, and we talked about this briefly again in the last one, but I kind of want a brief summary of everyone's general history with Kingdom Hearts going forward. I think that's relatively important as we move along this complex, beautiful lore. Um, I will start and say that I've touched the first game and it was too hard for me i couldn't beat the chameleon and then i put it away because i'm a dumb baby and i played the second one and i beat it um and that's now i will say i did recently i was hanging out with a friend we were just shooting the shit and he brought up our last episode and he said was duncan the one that said that he couldn't beat kingdom hearts one because i played that when i was a kid and i thought it was really easy 
and he put you so hard on blast, and it was my favorite thing ever. So, what's his um, name and address? Uh, no, no, thank you, please. You got a social security number on that? Uh, I do, and I won't. Out of him. I'm gonna dox him <laughs> to forty people. <laughs> uh, Alex, I'll, I'll follow that up. I my history. I beat Kingdom Hearts one and two a long time ago. I actually rewatched Kingdom Hearts one and a lot of Kingdom Hearts two because one of my roommates played them. Um, and then since then, and I think maybe even since the last time we recorded, I don't remember, I have done my homework in that I watched a 45-minute explainer video and also listened to, I think, probably about seven hours of Waypoint's Lore Reasons podcast where they tried to make sense of all of the lore in Kingdom Hearts. So I do have a little bit of a background, more so than when we did it previously, but I have forgotten almost all of that. So Good, good. I'm I was in a almost, good spot, I, was almost I would a little say. worried. <laughs> <laughs> no, Xehanort is a man, and that's, yeah, then there's three other people that are important. He's an alien. Well, okay. fuck. It's fine. <laughs> Jordan? Um, actually, I also couldn't beat Kingdom Hearts 1 the first time I played it. I agree oh with you. Oh my god, Boom! I thought this was, was a show hard, for dude. gamers! <laughs> I had my mom read me the manual, because I couldn't beat <laughs> the, the third, I couldn't beat the Jungle Book level either, and I was, I was like, maybe there's something in the manual. Read this to me, mom. <laughs> And she read every word to me. I, so, now, respect. important question. Could you not beat the Jungle Book level because the enemies were too hard or it was too confusing? Because that level was pretty fucking confusing. I didn't even know how to get to the chameleon fight. Because you have to, like, find every gorilla. Important distinction. That. Important distinction. It's not a Jungle Book level. It's a Tarzan level. But Tarzan ahead. level. Now, sorry, sorry. this is the type of important information we want to get correct by our junior <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, you, uh, I mean, you know, I'm like a discount version. Duncan's going to have to do 50% of the work. Okay. can't be held liable for all this. But uh. I genuinely, I genuinely love Kingdom Hearts. I think it's a mess of a storyline. Like, I think the further you get into it, the worse it actually gets. Mm. But, <laughs> yeah, which is interesting. A good thing I do. felt the opposite, but let's do it. I'm into it. Really? I mean, only in that when I played Kingdom Hearts 2, I did love it, and I thought, this is a master of storytelling. Clearly, nothing will top this. And then I watched it again like a year and a half ago, and I was like, this is fucking trash. There's nothing about this to make sense. And then I listened to seven hours of a podcast, and I was like, I don't know, I think the lore's kind of got some good themes in it. It ties together in ways that I think are interesting, uh, but I don't know how much of it it shits out at Kingdom Hearts 3, and I don't know how much of that was Stockholm Syndrome either. So, you know. (laughs) <laughs> I think it was. I I feel the same way. So much Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> uh, I love to think about um about about if Sora feels if Sora feels a little bit of Stockholm syndrome with with Donald and Goofy here. I like mm. that idea. But anyways, um, so I think we should jump into the story here because we're kind of keep it kind of tight. Uh, yeah, so, we said that. Yeah, we said that, and then 20 minutes pass, or 10, or however long it's been. I, I, don't, I don't have a sense of time. Um, so, there's two kind of, like, intro cutscenes. One of them stinks, and one of them doesn't. Wow, Duncan, coming out fast wow. and hard. Wrong already. Impressive. <laughs> wrong already? Yeah, they both fucking rock. All right. Well, one of them, they're playing chess, and they're talking, and it's nothing. Okay. Okay. What are you talking we gotta, about? Okay. Yeah. So... At the beginning, we are treated to a, a quick scene of who I think is young Xehanort and also a different person who I do not know playing chess. Young now, Ericus. Look. Thank you. Young Ericus. Now, the reasons that are it is cool are twofold. One, they're talking about a Keyblade War, and it's dumb, and I love it, and I know a little bit about that, but it's also it's just very dumb lore. It's actually threefold. Two, they're playing on the world's coolest chessboard, which is just, like, a bunch of metallic pieces and, like, random squares for absolutely no reason are, like, a full six inches above the rest of the board. And I love that a lot. And three, there's a part where Xehanort is trying to, like, exemplify his point, and he's just throwing a chess piece up in the air and catching it like it's a baseball that he's about to hock (laughs) to, like, home plate. And that is also very, very good to me because that's not a thing you do with chess pieces. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point is, like, thinking about just, I'm going to place this chess piece down. A3, I gotcha. All those (laughs) facts. I'm going to put my queen where it's most convenient. Sorry. All of those facts definitely check out, by the way. Those, those were banger cutscenes. I agree exactly. with Alex. Uh, 
Wow. But take us into the cutscene you like. Uh, oh, these are cool. There's, there's some there's, cool fucking Skrillex beats. All right, go there's ahead. There's some Sorry. lore reasons that I think this cutscene could be important. I don't know where Kingdom Hearts 3 goes. It is really just them talking about the Keyblade Wars, though, right? Like, I'm not forgetting anything. He's just saying, don't you know about the Keyblade Wars? Yeah, And then yeah. the other dude's saying no, and then that's probably a lie. There's, like, symbolism in the pieces, too. I oh. think that comes out. I think oh, that yeah. more comes out in the in the music video um, with the hot Skrillex beats and someone else <laughs> singing. Takara um, Utada. Yeah, thank you. Um, and it's like going through the classic, like falling into water, looking at reflections, almost touching Kyrie, and then being blown away by a mm-hmm. gust of wind. Gotta and, have it. And like <laughs> Axel and Roxas and his two friends, his one friend, the girl with the black hair, and like there's just all this wild shit that's happening. It's like even if you don't like Kingdom Hearts or don't know anything about it, I feel like you can watch that music video and still feel like kind of excited about it or like it's just such a there's so much going on and there's so much movement and like it's just a beautiful like three minute cutscene of almost like a brief summary of emotions rather than like actual story of talking about the keyblade wars it's like you've got fucking you know these friends and you can tell which friends are you know like lost from other ones and who is against who and it kind of tells you everything you need to know without saying anything and i think it's fucking awesome <laughs> it's it's so good it the song first off is an absolute fucking banger so yeah. that's incredible um face my fears by hikaru utada uh and it is it's so beautifully animated and it's such a fun thing to do if you haven't played enough of the previous games but know enough lore to kind of pick out people to just sit there and be mesmerized and go i think that's aqua is that that's Terra, right <laughs> Now that, I don't know who that person is, but he just, like, norded Roxas. Something weird's going on. <laughs> and, like, it's just a very fun way to experience the intro of this game. And my hype levels were absolutely off the fucking charts when this opening cutscene was playing. Yeah, it's one of the coolest things that they keep consistently through, like, the main series games. And especially in the first game, it gets you so hyped, you don't even know the characters. But that, like, oh, that beat drops. And it's like, you gotta imagine it's, like, 2002. So you're just like, oh, that beat is so so heavy. You freak out. You're like 13 years old. You see Mickey Mouse. Your mom's <laughs> like, oh, your mom's like, all right, this is cool. This is fine. And you, you see, oh, you see, you see Mickey Mouse. You see these big waves. You see these big black heartlesses. You're freaking out. It's changing your whole life. And that's what you experience. <laughs> in, and then that's what Kingdom Hearts three comes along, and you re- get to relive that. And that's why it was you great. get to relive it for three minutes, and it's beautiful <laughs> for those three minutes. But eventually, you do have to go fight with the big Hercules man, and then things get different. Yeah. I'm, living living in a fantasy. I'm living in a fantasy. I'm living in a fantasy. Let's never leave, guys. Let's never leave. <laughs> All right, we're gonna. This is the new podcast where we watch the music video frame by frame, and we talk. about Oh my it. god, I'd be so much more into that. <laughs> um, no, I love it. I love Nording. It gets me going. Uh. All right, so once we're done with the cutscene, we go to those classic stained glass floors with the princesses, or actually not this time, I don't think. Were there not princesses? This time. The, not this time. It's just no, like it was, actually it was, Sora or Roxas. It was Sora and somebody else, but I do wish it was actually stainless steel floors like you were about to say, because that would have been very good also. <laughs> <laughs> he trips and he actually injures himself. Uh, that's funny. Um, that's playing on proud mode. So you, <laughs> so you uh, get to choose the kind of like classic decisions of like, will you be a mage, a fighter, or a protector? Except it's a little bit different this time where they just show you images, which I assume are memories of the of your past, and they have you choose between, like, um, strength or, like, fighting, guardianship. I don't remember all of them. Um, they have you choose between wisdom, balance, and strength? I think it's power. Maybe yeah, power, strength, probably. And then like the that. second one is guardian... Mystic. Mystic and fighter or something along those lines. Do you guys feel like those ever impacted you like in the first, second, or this game? Like at all? I never 
actively noticed it, but I do think it probably played a significant role by the end of the game because it just impacts like what stats increase with what frequency, right? Isn't that what it does? Yeah, just like what time you get your abilities at. So you'll get like better magic abilities faster and you'll get better magic stats when you level up. It's it's inconsequential if you're playing casually. Mm. But we're not. Oh, no. Pro gamers, dude. This is both a proud mode playthrough and a speedrun. I don't know if I told you guys that, but we are going to be speedrunning this game. Oh, so yeah, I, just yeah. Be I ready. skipped all the cutscenes. And you're on, <laughs> oh, day, no. you're on day two of the speedrun, right? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, look, speedrun's a very broad term. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After that, you kind of, like, descend into this beautiful, like, ocean that brings you up into a like large sky plane where you have to fight the classic big heartless with the giant hole heart hole in his chest and it's mm. kind of like the tutorial mode again um, symbolism how did you guys feel there's definitely like a scale back as far as the camera goes and it's like setting itself up for like a lot bigger combat and like a lot bigger gameplay you know what i mean like I don't know. I don't hmm. know. I felt I felt a lot smaller on the screen, and to me, it felt way better than. And I'm sure we can get into it later too. But like, I don't know. I think the just like overall, how did you feel the combat felt in this one versus like other ones, even just in the intro bit? I you mean other ones meaning like Kingdom Hearts one and two? Yeah. Hmm. I haven't played Kingdom Hearts two in like eleven years. Hmm. I don't really Maybe you're remember. not qualified for this yeah. question. Yeah, I'm not the expert you need to ask. <laughs> Junior expert, Kingdom Hearts expert. I Jordan? think I yeah. think it was good. I mean, I do think that this intro scene was kind of comparatively weak if we're doing like comparisons. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily combat, but do you remember how badass the old panels were with the the princesses on them? Yeah, kind of weak now. It was kind of mm. like a goofy intro. I felt. Not yeah, not goofy, you, but goofy. Not not goofy, but goofy. <laughs> you do get a moment where you like put your hand against a mirror and you walk through it, and then you're wearing the clothes from Kingdom Hearts two instead of Kingdom Hearts one, and I liked that. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was pretty dope. cool. I like yeah. when they do unexplainably weird things that are like cool, but you're like, what? What was that? <laughs> what does that Absolutely. mean? <laughs> yes, <laughs> 100%. yes, that's what I like about the game. You like um, all the right things about the game. <laughs> So I, I, I think, realistically, I'll probably just have a lot more to say about the combat as we move on. Yeah, that makes a lot of I sense. Because I think when they unlock more things, it starts being different. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm gonna pass the metaphorical keyblade to Alex here. Why don't you take us from here? Oh, that, that sucks. All right. <laughs> no, no, I'll take it back. I'll take it back. Actually, it's just like when, when you give Captain Jack Sparrow the keyblade in Kingdom Hearts 2, and he's like, ah, yes, I've bet... I've given you the ship for the Keyblade, and it disappears out of his hands, and it falls back into Sora's hands. I want another full podcast of you only using that Jack Sparrow voice. Ah, that was a black pearl. Ah. <laughs> uh, never mind. I take it all back. So you awaken after the fight with the Big Heartless, and you're in Yed Sid's office. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. <laughs> Yen Sid's <laughs> office. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're at Yen Sid's corner office on the third floor. They, it's got uh, a view of the parking lot, but at least it's got a window. Yeah, they they called you down. They PA'd you. Uh, Mr. Sora. Yen Sid wants to see you. Sora, um you uh your your expense <laughs> reports are late. Your Yen Sid is so emotional compared <laughs> yeah. to real Yen Sid. Yeah. He kind of sounds like he does one of these, doesn't he? Sora, you must bring me your expense reports because you got dunked on by Xehanort last time (laughs) in the expense report contest. Xehanort works on the seventh floor now. You're still at reception. Hmm. (laughs) We gotta move. We are at at bullet point C out of Y. (laughs) We gotta move. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> all right, so all right, Yen said he says that you gotta gather allies, quote unquote, gather allies. Um, that that's the the that's what is the only thing that's gonna destroy Xehanort. And to gather those allies, you need the power of waking. To do okay. so, you need, we do need to pause to take here, your... actually, because I don't know if I'm supposed to know what that is. No, yeah, of course not. 
Okay, I'm just. Why thinking, are you even I don't asking? know if that was a piece of lore. I don't lore know if they know what that is at this point. Okay, <laughs> as long as it's meant to be confusing <laughs> still, I'm good. I like the image of like uh, an, an, a story writing exec that has like so much firing power that he comes to the, the like, you know, the storyboarding zone with like, Sora has to do the power of waking now. And no one knows what he's talking about, but they're all too scared to speak up and get fired. <laughs> <laughs> also what an amazing like imagination of a boardroom where someone is seriously in a suit and tie and he's going <laughs> and then in this scene goofy's gonna be hit in the head with a giant rock <laughs> and they're gonna get so Everyone angry gasps. <gasps> <gasps> do we kill goofy <laughs> yeah <laughs> hold on get walt disney on the phone are we allowed to kill goofy <laughs> Um, so they uncryogenically froze Walt to make that decision, believe it or not. Oh yeah, yeah. And he said yes, but they were too scared. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, so, um, I don't know what the really what the mark of mastery exam is or the power of waking is, but we uh, the mark of mastery exam is what you take to become a Keyblade master. I know that. I know Riku passed. I know Sora failed because of Xehanort interrupting. I know these things because I did my homework. Okay, did you right. even watch a single summary video? Yeah, I watched one in 2011. Okay. Uh, I watched the ones that were in the game for you to watch. (laughs) No. Uh, So, conveniently, you lose your powers uh, because you got... This doesn't happen right now, but I like the image of that. (laughs) You're in the middle of this exclamation of the power of waking, and then Sora just feels a slight carpal tunnel pain in his wrist, and they go, oh, you just lost your powers. Uh, But no, it was in the last experience. He got... Uh, he got possessed by Xehanort, and that's what made him lose his powers? That sounds right. Uh, something like that, I believe. I okay. believe it was like they tried to Nord him, and he got counter-Norded. You yeah. This podcast <laughs> is fucking confusing if you don't know what the word Nort means right now. <laughs> yeah. And I will take zero seconds to explain it to you. Yeah, Google it. Okay? Okay? Okay. Um, I thought this was for gamers, dude. Yeah. Gamers I mean, know. yeah. The real gamers. Uh, then you just kind of just get talked down on by Yen Sid, and he's mm-hmm. just like, "You're weak. You're powerless. You're literally nothing." <laughs> and Sora was like, "Keep going." Gross. So gross. Um, but uh, he makes a suggestion that. You should find someone who also once lost their strength. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Who's that, guys? Mm. You are also Everyone starts smart. flexing. Everyone starts flexing immediately, so you know who it is. <laughs> yeah? Who is yeah. it, smart it's guys? Yeah. yeah. I think you're going there to see Phil. I'm pretty sure you go there to see Phil. Um, from? From Hercules. Voice Damn it. Fire. I thought you were going to pull another Phil out. <laughs> nope. Couldn't think of one. Damn Just it. had to say Hercules. Yep. And it's voiced by absolutely fucking no one. <laughs> that was yeah, one of my seriously. favorite parts. Um, God. Yeah, so we're in the we're in the gummy ship now. Because mm-hmm. we gotta go get see Hercules. And um Sora's having some difficulties. Some problems with his heart. Or his keyblade. I can't tell which one it's supposed to be. Is a heart just the keyblade? No, no. Dude. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just gave Alex PTSD, dude. You can't ask a Kingdom Hearts player what a heart is, it's, dude. It's not worth it to have this conversation <laughs> at bullet point F. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got up to Y. All right, you just want me to keep going? All right, so he's having difficulties finding his way. And Goofy says my favorite quote. He says, may your heart be your guiding key. And everyone looks at him like he's <laughs> literally... Whatever, I'm trying to go fast here. He looks. Know, everyone looks it. at him like he's an actual sociopath. And they're like, what are you talking about? No one's ever said that in the history of ever. And he says, of course, Yen Sid said that. And everyone's like, What? And they go, he says, he says, at least I think he did, which is another one of those moments where I'm like, does Goofy know something that no one else knows? Did he inherit memories that no one else has? Explain. I, I kind of thought maybe 
Dora, Dora, Dora and Donald. Sora and Donald were just like gaslighting Goofy. Like they knew it. They were just like, man, let's fuck with Goofy. That idiot. He'll never know. Was that your Donald, by the way? No. Does Goofy know something no one else knows, Jordan? Um, Sorry to put you on the spot. I don't think he knows anything. I just think it's like a convenient writing tool. Okay. They're like, yeah. they're like, we don't. You've got big ears. They're like, we don't know. Just, just have Goofy tell him something. I don't know, guys. Let's wrap this <laughs> That's up. Always there out. Whenever you don't know, just have Goofy say it. Fuck, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. People will buy. They're like, I don't know. Mickey probably explains it at some point. Uh, then Sora has an idea. He thinks, "Hey, I can use my heart as a guide." He points his keyblade into the emptiness of space and opens an actual black hole. And then they go in it. And then they're then then they're in Hercules' world. But mm-hmm. before that, that's how it works. Before that, we get a cutscene that was actually really cool at first because it looked super artistic and like the the effects on the flames that Hades was casting from his hands were like cell shaded and neat. And then it zooms out to the 3D CG model of him and uh, not as cool. But anyways, <laughs> he explains that his plan was 18 years in the making. He decided that he would get the titans that were once defeated by both Sora and Hercules again, and that this <laughs> would be the one plan to finally take over Mount Olympus. Bah-ha-ha. Ha. He also has a little side, like a little side that no Final Fantasy character, basically no fi- he doesn't say that directly, but he names off three Final Fantasy characters that were his failed plans, uh, mm-hmm. which were Cloud... And then the other two, I don't remember. The one with the arms. <laughs> like, yeah. the Oron the- and someone else. Yeah, well, I don't know the third one. He's in, like, a spinoff game. Yes. Uh. So um, so that was funny to just kind of watch the actual Final Fantasy cr- characters crumble to the ground. God. God, bring Final Fantasy back to Kingdom Hearts. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it feels so, it feels empty. What are they doing? I don't know, man. They lost the license, I guess. Um, Yeah. So, this was disappointing to me. Yeah. Um, and I wish you could chart my hype levels. I, w- I want to see a graph of my hype <laughs> levels from holding the game in my hands mm-hmm. to looking at the starting screen to watching that opening cutscene to choosing my abilities to ending up in the Hercules world. Because there's a very, very, very steep drop-off at one of those points where I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I forgot I have to play Disney levels, and then like that's it's it's kind of a it's kind of a hard hump to get over. But I didn't you know, feel at it least quite we're yet. only gonna play the Hercules movie again, so that's good. I didn't feel it quite yet, Jordan. How did you feel at mm. this point? Yeah, I mean, I I kind of agree with Alex. It, it Hercules world feels fresh for the most part, but it's pretty rehashed. No Final Fantasy characters. Feels like. Uh, you know they were so they were like not important necessarily story wise, but yeah. I think they made the game feel a lot more full, like it had more mm-hmm. like heart than just being Disney. Everything's just Disney yeah. now. Yeah, well, that's just how it is in the real world. Am I right? They own everything. Star Wars, honestly, honestly. Star Wars, the media, Marvel. they control the news. <laughs> That fucking mouse controls the news. That mouse is Donald Trump in a mask. <laughs> Hello? Oh, uh, beautiful. I just Hashtag blacked out. Disney. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, there are... We're trying to get I, the Disney sponsorship. Look, I love Kingdom Hearts. I love Disney. I love you guys. Give us all your money. But on a real level, I have serious ethical problems with Disney. But that's not the point. The point is, before this, we do get the intro screen of Kingdom Hearts 2.9. Yeah. And that <laughs> that kind of just took the wind out of my sails <laughs> real quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, it's a tutorial level. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just fucking saying. It's, so. it's a weird-ass fucking thing to put at the beginning of your game. All right, at so. the beginning of your game that is titled number three. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. We're doing some really good observational humor here. Uh, so we we land on Mount Olympus. Um, not on Mount Olympus, sorry. In Thebes, on the bottom mm. of a fucking random mountain, and Donald just fucking 
razzes Sora about uh, that the fact that they guided him or teleported them to the bottom of the mountain rather than on top of Mount Olympus. Uh, mm-hmm. So we begin climbing the mountain where you get to play the game for about one minute before we meet Hades. Uh, so you meet now, Hades. Now, yes. I do need to stop you. Okay, I'm stopped. Because in the history of time, no one has pronounced it Hades. They've always said Hades. Now... This has been a problem since I've been playing Smite. <laughs> Ever since I started playing Smite, I don't know why I kept calling him Hades. And I'm going to keep doing it because it's my right as an American citizen. Um, but, but you feel free to call him Hades. And thank you for acknowledging that. It's absolutely beautiful that you would cite the First Amendment as the reason you're pronouncing it Hades. Constitutionally, I'm allowed to call it Hades. Just saying. <laughs> Um, So we meet Hades. Uh, He reveals his plan to Sora that he's going to crush the world by summoning the or calling upon the four titans and he's going to crush everything and he's going to ruin it all. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, So he they have this kerfuffle and it has one of my favorite exchanges of voice lines (laughs) that I've heard. Um, they're, you know, he's revealing his plan, and Sora says, even for you, this is cold. And then Hades says, don't forget, I can always turn up the heat. And then he turns into a big red fiery guy instead mm-hmm. of his blue. And that was my drop-off point. <laughs> <laughs> that was the point where I went, uh-oh. Uh-oh, I'm not a baby I, I, anymore. <laughs> I also love the fact that Sora saying, even for you, that's cold, is not in response to him saying he's going to take over the world. It's in response to him calling Sora weak. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Cool priority, Sora. Oh, you want to uh, destroy this whole, you know, country, town, whatever, Mount Olympus is. Kill, I don't know, what, thousands of people? Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, but don't you dare call me weak. Yeah, my friends say I'm very strong. You know, Sora's just the typical fucking millennial. Am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah. Am I right? He always wants everyone to tell him he's strong and that he's participating. We don't just hand out participation. Hello? Oh God, no! That's I, I perfect. Blacked out I do again. think Sora is what happens when you give too many people participation trophies. You know, <laughs> well, Phil's and just maybe out that's here. a good thing. Phil's that's... out here just handing out these junior, these junior hero awards left and right. <laughs> it goes to their heads, you know, <laughs> real quick, really fast. Uh, um, all right. So moving on. Moving on um, a wild. This is important. A wild Maleficent and Pete appear uh, out of the portal after the uh, the Trinity. That's what I'm calling Donald, Sora, and Goofy, because I think they call that the second it. one. Uh, they get blown away, and uh, we get to see it with uh, Maleficent and Pete, and they portal in, and they're looking for a black box that... Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Hades is there. Sorry. And they ask Hades where it might be, and he goes, ah, black box, black box, black box. Ah, yeah, you mean the one that Zeus hit on Earth? And they're like, yeah, probably. And then I guess he just tells them where it is. Yeah. And that was it. I don't really know why. That's, it's super important. It'll come up later, and it'll be a big thing. Are you sure? <laughs> um, but also, <sighs> are Pete and Maleficent a couple? <laughs> are you a- I mean, it's, not, it's not really the sort of vibe I got from them, but... No, but the I mean... I- channeling his inner TMZ here. <laughs> I am Maleficent and Pete spotted in Hercules world <laughs> you won't believe Maleficent him. keeps calling Pete a fool is he into that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think he is can we can I, can I confess something to you Jordan might know oh, this no. but Alex, okay. Alex needs to know um, Pete I was I fucking love Pete in Kingdom Hearts too, man. He's so fucking cool to me. And now that I think back <laughs> on it, I don't know why I thought he was so cool. If he, I wish yeah. I could ask. If I had a time machine, that's the only thing I'd go back and do is ask 12-year-old me or 13-whatever why I thought Pete was so fucking cool. That's, yeah. I'm, I would be very curious to find out because I didn't have the same reaction when I was 13, but... Hey, different. Yep. Maybe you had a good reason. Different pretty terrible. 
Hey, everyone's everyone's got their own thing. I'm not here to kink shame if you like Pete. All right. It's not like that. He just has a lot of zippers I, and he's evil. He does have a lot of zippers, but so does everyone else in the game. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. So Sora, after getting blown away, I can't believe we're only to this point. Uh, it's okay. The rest of it goes very quickly. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, Sora gets. Uh, <laughs> they're flying down to Thebes and they get caught by Hercules. Uh, where there's just no one. There's no one in Thebes. It's empty, but there is fire, and um, they they have a great exchange with Hercules, where uh, like Lord Voldemort, Hercules can't say Hades' name probably because he has to say it Hades like I do, uh, mm. <laughs> and he knows he doesn't want to get made fun of by Sora and friends. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Did you say Hades? I don't think that's how you're supposed to pronounce it. <laughs> Back and forth, dude. Anyways, uh, so he calls him H, and then uh, Sora then calls Hades or Hades Hster, which mm, is how I'm gonna there. refer to him from now on. Honestly, please do, yeah. Uh, so Hercules can't tell Sora how to get his strength back. He was hoping to get an answer for that, but he's like, sorry, man, when I was in the rough, when I was really just so hungry for Meg, I couldn't, I I had to just, I had to, I I had to go out there, man. I had to do my own thing and, and rescue her, you know? And And, uh, that's pretty much, that's verbatim what he said, right? (laughs) That is what he said. You record. You had the beautiful tone there of, like, a post-football game interview with the quarterback who's just like, yeah, I don't know, man. We just went out there. We thought we'd play a good game, so we played. It looks like we played better than a man. I don't really know what happened. We just did good. We put our hearts on the field. So this is this is where I truly was concerned about the game, where we get a scene of a girl yelling for help, a little girl, and, and they go, oh, we have to save her. And then they're like, but oh. running isn't fast enough. So they sit around and they fucking twiddle their thumbs for like a half an hour trying to figure out how to save this little girl who I assume the entire time is within earshot. And then they decide, no, wait, I'm going to throw you on a giant statue of me. The ego on Hercules. He has to lift his own statue to throw them across the fucking universe into another solar system to get them to save this little girl who I assumed was in earshot. Goofy has to have fucking impeccable hearing. He's look. He's got big ears. Yeah, he's all got right. big dog ears. Come on. Um, I do love that though. I love that a lot. I was very confused at where the statue went after he throws it because you <laughs> land next to the girl, but the statue's just sort of gone that you rode in on. And also, the girl bows to you, which doesn't really feel like a Greek sort of thing to do. So I'm not a hundred percent sure what that's all about. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't understand it either. You were. The, the 30 minute cutscene thing before they throw the statue it's like dude the girl has third degree burns <laughs> yeah it's, it's she a does not appreciate this, this point guys come on move on oh god i i loved this entire opening because hercules is so fucking blase about like oh we should probably go find people but like the entirety of thebes is on fire <laughs> he's cracking <laughs> jokes and it's like yo I, if i had to take a guess i would say thousands dead yeah <laughs> this is not the, <laughs> the time streets to be are just empty. cracking jokes <laughs> we're talking about the h-ster ah oh, man the old h is at it again uh, I don't know, man. Getting your power back. Uh, well, when I was your age, I had a girl. That, and it's like, geez, go save some people. What the fuck? Ain't Hercules the most boomer shit you ever heard? <laughs> uh, oh, so moving on, Lord. we're on point N. Uh, um, so once they get launched and they save the little girl, Pete and Maleficent portal in again. And then they pretty much just bully Sora about how weak he is again, which Sora bites his lip and says, Stop. And um, <laughs> just, just pop in for a quick cyber bully and we'll pop back in. <laughs> I will say, though, I do love how, like, Donald and Goofy, like, look at Sora like, oh, shit, they're really saying something mean about him. We better. And they're like, no, you're really strong. You're super strong. <laughs> Which he is, though. I don't he understand really this is. juxtaposition, though. Like, why do they keep saying he's so weak, but he can now walk up 90 degree angles up walls? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, have you seen his fucking noodle arms? He's got some real noodle arms. Yeah, mm. bro, how much does he bench press? That's how we measure this. And in number of keyblades, how many keyblades can he bench? Bro, I can bench like two Nightmare Before Christmas keyblades, bro. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I like boy. how your bruh sounded like a horse. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> My favorite Animal. BoJack Horseman character. Uh, so, uh, uh, you learn how to you learn how to slide on a shield on fire and save citizens. This is the actual mm-hmm. gameplay part of it. Um, then, <laughs> this is so challenging. <laughs> so there's a um, there's a woman who's trapped on top of a pillar, and she's surrounded by like fire demons. Uh, and she says, where's Hercules? While looking at a man with a keyblade and a, a mage and a guardian boy. And he says, uh, he's not here, but I can help you. And she goes, mm, no, you don't what? seem strong enough. In this woman's defense, she is on top of a pillar surrounded by a bunch of fire demons. And a dog, a duck, and a child come running up saying, we'll save you. <laughs> We're heroes. I think it's Donald that says, We're heroes too. <laughs> My Donald is Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> uh, instantly figured out a way to make this game 100 times better. Uh, in which he saves her. And she just says, Ah, oh, well. You know, uh, keep training. Keep training, bud. And then she leaves. Thanks for yeah. saving my life, but uh, pretty mediocre. Yeah, you could do better. <laughs> you could have done it better. Hercules would have done it better. Yeah. Could you Could you please give me five stars on Hero? No, no, no. <laughs> Two stars is fine. I'm, that was like I'm a three-star save. I'm not going to leave a tip. Though. No, it's it's really important. I don't get I don't get Hero saves if you don't rate five stars. The system's actually really messed up. <laughs> Guys, Just please. Like, yeah. You didn't give me a blanket at the end. I, I don't know. Where's your water oh, and candy? Boy. The last two, uh, I mean, hero I had had water and candy. <laughs> mm. Guys, please, please either five or one star your Ubers. Don't do anything <laughs> in between. It was either good or it wasn't. The gig economy is broken. Let's move on. Yes. Uh, so, uh, they reconnect with Hercules, uh, who almost dies holding up a building to uh, save a lot of Thebes people, and then the first organization thir- oops mm. the first organization thirteen member we see appears. I believe his name is Zigbar. It is, and this exchange was my favorite. <laughs> you want to tell us a little bit about it? I've been talking a lot. Is this how? Yeah, I don't remember a ton about exactly how this goes, but basically Zigbar shows up and he's like clapping and he says that they did good, and, and the, the whole conversation boils down to Zigbar being like, uh, you know, does the heart of light come with an extremely good insurance policy? Uh, (laughs) Essentially what he means is like, hey, you know, you keep running into danger and putting yourself in danger and it's not actually being a good person or a hero because then other people just have to save you. And then there's a beautiful response where Hercules is like, that's not true. When Meg was in danger, I jumped in and saved her and it was all on my own power. And Zigbar's like, yo, your dad's king of the gods. You don't fucking count and then he frowns because <laughs> he realizes he's, oh he's bullshit immediately like ah oh, shit he's right he's right my dad's a billionaire i didn't actually start this business on my own it's fucking it's amazing I've had hercules a, is the most boomer shit ever i've had a job at a i startup. pulled myself up by my bootstraps <laughs> <laughs> i do love that when zigbar appears donald and goof donald says uh go away and then goofy flexes as well and says no organization (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't even say 13 he just says no organization which please oh give me an anti-union poster of goofy flexing (laughs) saying no organization uh jordan did you uh did you okay so being kind of a uh you know obviously junior uh expert at king martin's here uh what did you think about like this general attitude of the organization 13. Cause it's like, it's kind of my understanding that they have a particular, like, like don't show emotions and they have like some sets of goals, but they're also a little mysterious. Like, did this do anything for you? Did this turn you on? Oh, this does a lot for me. <laughs> okay. This does, this does a lot for me. Explain Going back mm. to childhood. Well, just, you know, man, when you play kingdom hearts two and you see just these, these guys, they just show up in black robes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of matrixy. It's fucking badass. It's what it is. I mean, it's only badass right. in your memory though, because if you actually do it, then you're like, you know, these <laughs> scenes. Also, I just you know one one thing to set it straight. 
this is the new organization 13 okay they like to yeah that that like makes sense it. what's they their want to recycle the name but they're new okay it's just like it's like 12 xehanorts in there Right. Wasn't it always going to be twelve Xehanorts? Wouldn't they like? Well, that was the thing, right? They were gonna. There's some time. They're travel. putting so a twelve weird timeline. Isn't he like trying to Horcrux himself, where he puts himself into twelve like different people? Kinda, but thought, he's like doing it from different timelines. And then that's so he can like come together and be part of a yeah. weird Keyblade that's actually spelled X Blade, and then call Kingdom. I don't know. X- what do you, what do you guys think about? Blade, yeah. What do you guys think about the philosophical ideals of not doing something good because someone else will just have to end up saving you? So I do think there's an interesting discussion to be had about like, hey, being idealistic and diving headfirst without knowing your limitations is actually like a net negative because it then just it does cause other people it's like when you're like i want to help my mom do the dishes and then you like break a bunch of dishes because you're a child and can't hold dishes and like all you did was make things worse even if you had good intentions and then how do you think feel he's... about the response of no by Sora. <laughs> <laughs> yeah much like the child who can't <laughs> hold dishes <laughs> yeah he's but really did the... proved his point basically <laughs> no uh, as a dish shatters in the background. Um, I will say those dishes do have an extremely good insurance policy, though. Well, that's what matters. Um, so, Zigbar... Um, oh, yeah, so pretty much he says, he's like, yes, keep connecting hearts, because you know, you're going to follow my breadcrumbs, and then you're going to find your reward. And... He's like, I want you to find your reward. And then pretty much he's told by, like, three people, like, you should not trust him. You shouldn't do this. And then when Zigbar leaves, he's like, I'm going to find that fucking reward. (laughs) 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 Which is so funny to me. He's like, this guy who tried to kill me probably, like, six or seven times now. I I like what he has to say. (laughs) He's just so cool. Did you see the black robe? Look at his eye patch. (laughs) <laughs> that's a trustworthy eye patch, too. You can always trust a guy with an eye patch and a ponytail. I think that's <laughs> a ponytail that's dyed two different colors. Yes. That's how you know he's real. He committed. God, I wish I could see that person in real life. Oh, well, like not organically, was... not a cosplayer, just like just regularly. Just somebody comes up to like order at McDonald's and they just have a fucking eye patch and a ponytail with two colors the eye patch actually and also they came in through a portal yeah and is wearing a large <laughs> leather jacket that's <laughs> uh, impossible um so the the trinity has to as again i'm calling the three the three boys um they mm. got to help hercules and olympics olympus uh, because Olympics. Uh, <laughs> I have to help Hercules get into the 2020 Olympics. You guys haven't heard of the new game? Mario and Sonic and Kingdom Hearts at the Olympic Games? <laughs> oh, please. Please. God, please. Please. Sonic, I must nort you. Uh, crossover. All right. Uh, anyways, we can cut that one out, please. <laughs> All right. So, um, they climb up to the top of the mountain they break some rocks and oh there they are in mount olympus it's that easy boys that's all yep, you gotta do pretty break much. some rocks you get it uh i mean admittedly by breaking some rocks you do mean fighting a rock titan and winning i would i watched the let's play okay <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i didn't but that's funny. Uh, uh, anyways, I think at mm-hmm. at this point we we have pretty much we have all the combat abilities at this point, right? Do you want to talk about the combat now and how the game? Yeah, feels? you get into Olympus, and then I think that's when you get all your combat abilities. So yeah, let's talk about the combat. Let's talk about yeah. the combat. Uh, yeah, I I just wanna I wanna loop back on it because I I had kind of an interesting experience where the first time I played this because I played up through. I basically played exactly what we've played for this episode, and then I stopped, and I was like, man, that combat sucked. And then I played through it again this time on proud mode, uh, and something clicked a little better, and I wouldn't say it was like, oh man, this combat was great, but it did feel a little bit better. I think I kind of got into the motion. I really like the flowiness of casting magic. Like, if you have momentum when you cast it, you just sort of keep moving and still cast it, and I think that feels really good. Um, I don't know. I think, I think it definitely feels better than i expected it to feel and i don't know if that's just me having really low expectations or if 
something is actually clicking? How did, how did you guys like, how did it feel for you overall? I mean, it feels really fun just because the flowy nature of it. I like what mm-hmm. you were saying with the magic, like you just cast it and you keep going. Super, uh, super fun to play because it feels like you can like attach all your combos together and just do like tons of damage. But um, I don't know. How do you feel about the commands? Like the, what are those flow motion or the carousel? Any of those Disney mm. attraction rides, mm. or even the, the form, form motion, change. the flow motion stuff, the form change, the like higher tier magic, all of that I like. The ones where it's like, now I am in the teacups fighting you are like, well, it's okay, but also it all looks pretty much exactly the same, and that's kind of a bummer for me personally. I despise the Disney attraction rides. I think everything else is super fun. It feels very Kingdom Heartsy. It feels simple, yet you can like make some cool looking combos. Again, the flow of combat with the um, with the Keyblade like evolutions, like getting more and more powerful, like level one, level two, level mm-hmm. three, and then like popping it off if you want to. Flow of magic. It's all beautiful. If I could just disable the Disney rides, I'd literally love it. I think it'd be perfect. But I cannot stand. I can't stand the repetition of them. And I just think it it's just so out of place. Yes, it does, like, visually blend in well, but it just feels so dumb, and it feels out of place. And I really don't it, like the water attraction one. It's just not fun. Like, it's, it's not so... <laughs> it's so bad, dude. Yeah. I can't. It just totally takes you out of the flow of the combat. Yeah, it, it really does. Like, the arcade shooting one is fine, I guess. Like, the shooty one... Um, yeah, both the shooty ones are the, okay. But the pirate ship can go fuck itself. The pirate ship can eat its own ass. I will wait for that shit to X expire a couple of times. Yeah, I uh, I dislike it, but I like everything else about it. I just find myself only using them if I'm like in danger, though, because they take so long and they're like you were saying, they're so repetitive. It just kind of kind of like makes the game boring after a while. Where you're like, all right, I hit X a few times, and now I'm gonna do teacups. It's mm-hmm. a lot more fun if you're, like, throwing your magic and they're like, all right, dude, big magic, and then I'm going to go back to clubbing for a while. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's the perfect way to put it. Uh, I, yeah, I, I tended to, to not like it. Now, one thing I do like about the movement in this game is that I found out by watching a speedrun that if you're in the air and you do your air dash and then you spam the attack button, you can attack in midair and that refreshes your air dash so you can just basically air dash almost infinitely like you only drop a little bit hmm. so like i i you can do some serious speedrun strats that i was trying to fuck around with on this playthrough so that's kind of fun that's interesting that's cool. i did yeah. not know that animation canceling woo um we can cut that one out I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> listen i had to cut so many things out i i i just wanted to make it i wanted to feel equal I'll never feel equal to you guys. Uh, so, oh. and I love. Don't, I'm I'm just like Sora. Uh, we can cut that out. <laughs> so, so uh, you make your way up the Olympus Mountain or God House. I don't know. You make your way up yep. the floors of the Olympic God's office. Gods in the house. So you come up to uh, Hades entombing. Uh, Zeus and some fucking obsidian blocks. The only reason I said that because Minecraft's hot right now, and they were using lava mm. and ice. So Hell it made yeah. sense to me. Just throwing random M in there instead of obsidian. We got obsidium. It's great. Oh, okay, Mister Smart Guy. You want to tell us what all what obsidium is? <laughs> well, that's not a thing. That's why, that's why I did. Oh, neat. So. All right, cut this, cut this. We'll cut that. All right, all right, all right. Let's start fresh. Point C. So, we're talking to Jensen. You're in his office. Okay, um, so so all four of the Titans are in the zone, and you and Herc and Donald and Sora got to fight them off. Uh, So there's the air one, the earth one, the fire and ice one, and you kind of, like, take them in phases and stuff like that. I thought this fight was a ton of fun. I actually really liked this 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 event. How did you guys feel about it? Really? Uh, it was like 66.66% fun. Because once you get to the final Titan, I feel like it becomes kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, the final Titan wasn't as fun. I will say running up the I... rock face while they he throws the shit at you is a little bit more fun. But this one I thought was fun. Go ahead. Sorry. I just, I don't think, I didn't love the the fight. I actually kind of liked the final Titan a little bit more. 
just because you can do that thing where you like jump between different blocks and it feels kind of cool. Um, and also just the fucking fight before it, I just kept getting spammed with attacks that I didn't see coming. So I was really just like, ah, I'm going to jump in the air and mash X and then occasionally use a potion and then keep mashing X and that's all I'm going to do. Mm. And that wasn't super exciting. Cool. Yeah, but I think they have that problem overall with their bosses. Is after yeah. like a certain point, yeah. you're just like, you're Looking just getting forward so to desperate. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, um... I've I've played uh, three worlds. I played the Tangled, this one, and Toy Story, and uh, all the bosses kind of felt the same. Anyway, so mm, cool, so very cool, cool, cool. uh, promising. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so with Hades, uh, we defeat the three Titans like we always do because you know he planned that for eighteen years. Remind you, um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, with Hades, Hades plan foiled. Uh, Donald, uh, I think actually Goofy tells him this. He says. Yeah, stay in the underworld where you belong. And I felt like <laughs> No, I take offense to that. I thought that was constantly <laughs> nice. conflicting for me. I don't I just didn't like the the tone of it. He's like, "Yeah, stay in the underworld where you belong." And just I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, so um uh Hercules uh, Hercules just kind of like punches him in the face and is like, "Yeah, that's for fucking Thebes, bruh." And mhm. Yeah. Uh, that's what Hercules said like <laughs> Yeah, and then um, Hades is like, ah, you won't get away with this, and he teleports away. And he, he kind of just, like, makes a casual, like, threat on Meg. It's like, I'm going to put her back in the fucking soul well, and then he teleports away, um, which is good. And Sora holistically realizes that he doesn't even need Hercules' help. Uh, he can find the power in his own heart. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but, like, I don't know. Maybe try and do it a little quicker. Yeah. Pretty sure people's lives are on the line. Yeah. <laughs> Again, no, very blase about the future of the world from all of these characters. <laughs> um, so, the final scene I have on here. Scene Z. We cut to Pete and Maleficent. Pete is scrounging at the ground with his big, meaty hands. And they're so big and, like, cool. And I love them. Uh, 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 <laughs> oh. He's shifting dirt aside. And uh, he finds... A black box. And Maleficent says, or he says, is that Pandora's box? Or some someone says something about Pandora's box. She inspects it. It says, no, that's not it. Put it back. That's nothing. And uh, then they walk off. I think, I think it's the other way. I think they find the box and then Maleficent's like, that's not the one I'm looking for. That's Pandora's box. Oh. And then he throws it away. Got it. Which is fun. Which I loved because it's just like, ah, Pandora's box. Eh, fuck it. Eh, what do I need that for? Okay, it's I get it now. I should have gotten that before. Uh, so, so <laughs> Zigbar looks from a distance and says, "May your heart," and then gets cut off mysteriously. Dun dun. That's dun. so fucking weird. That's so fucking weird. I kind of loved that hard cut, but it's really weird. Yeah. Um, I will say that uh, <clears throat> "May your heart be your guiding key" is our quote from Goofy, Mm -hmm. that he does Mm -hmm. say that. So maybe Goofy has infected uh, everyone's mind with that quote, except for Donald and Mm. Sora. Maybe, maybe Goofy is the one who's gaslighting them. Maybe Goofy is the 13th member of Organization 13. Sora. Maybe. (laughs) Sora, I'm a nobody. (laughs) I'd like to think that Goofy is an omnipresent AI. He's very aware of the world that he's in, and he's mm. he's a guardian sent there to fix the storyline of Kingdom Hearts. Mm. But he's having a hard time. He's doing a fucking bad. <laughs> he's, trying, he's trying to carry a lot of weight. He is goofy. He can't do it. He is goofy. He's he's the best character. I'll give him that. Yeah, eventually. Oh, oh. Mm, so far, free the room. Free the room. So free the room. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. 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 Thanks. Um. All right, everyone. That was it. That was the real key to your heart. We didn't make anything up. That's how Hercules sounded. That was everything. That was all real. Um, yeah, Hercules is a boomer. Did not make that up. <laughs> Wouldn't lie about that. Um, so, how do I do this again? <laughs> I've been doing this for like three years. How do I do this again? Wait, don't go. Don't go yet. I have a keyblade for you. And that keyblade is in... Look at the inscriptions. It says, 
may your heart always be following us on Twitter at Thoughts from Plea We Want. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also, if you want to suggest the game to us or uh, ask us a question about Kingdom Hearts or any other game we've played, it's thoughtsfromplayer1 at gmail.com. And if we have also have a Facebook, you can search for us on Facebook at Thoughts from Player One. That's that. Now we can do the special closer. Now we do the special pre-prepared closer. Yeah, and do you have the pre-prepared closer, Jordan? Oh, um... I don't... I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> 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 I, I thought it was clear Perfect. in the document I sent Perfect. you. Um, I didn't know I was supposed... I thought this was not a BYOB event. Sorry. BYOC? Mm. Being green on closing? I think you. I think you can do many harpier guiding key. You just gotta really lean. We in all there. have to say it at the same time, though. <laughs> all right, let's give it. Let's give it a go. <laughs> all right, all right, fine. I'll count to three. I'll count to three. Three, two, one. Money or heart, but you're your God and key. Hey, is that gonna be fucking up? <laughs> yeah, it is, and that's gonna be great about it because this whole podcast is up. Fucking call it. I'm done. I'm hitting the stop button.